Welcome to the Tres Golpe Podcast with your girl, Yokaira, Eva, Belkis. Another podcast, another day. In the life of 3G. Another recording, another moment. In paradise. I'm excited. Another journey. Another night. Another drink. Another drink. Wow, this is uh, this is poetic. I don't think we need another drink. We don't have the. Uh, we we really don't need to don't. tell the audience that we're drinking, right? No. I feel like in every episode I we start with know. us talking about what we're drinking in this episode. We're Did not you? gonna say that today. So, t- so no, we're gonna say it today. Today it is Romo <laughs> and bad wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're drinking both. It's not Moscato, but it's still bad. <laughs> yeah, this is not. Uh, this is not sweet wine. Yeah. Yeah, but it's after work wine. But. I have a topic for you today. Mm. Are you ready? I'm scared. So you remember how we had to write a bio, una biografia, mm-hmm. about our lives. So today, I want us to talk about something very important. I was writing my bio, and I noticed that everything that I was saying was around my title. I'm an analyst. Mm. I worked for three years in an in a um, in the software industry. Mm-hmm. Like everything was, a, I have, you know, a degree on this and a degree on that. Everything that I talked about was about my title, my position, my education, but nothing about who I was as a person. Ooh. So it's like I became your job, my job. I am my job. I'm my title. And I don't know who I am. Yep. And I just learned formal education does not define us, even if it's defining me right now. And I want to talk about that with you guys. Do you think formal education define who you are as a person? Define who you are in society? Define you who you are with your friends? It's titles is a big thing in our culture. And we need to we need to cancel that. Yeah. Everybody that is doing like cancel culture out there should (laughs) focus on like important things like this. Like cancel this. Come on. (laughs) Can we cancel this? Like titles are not important. (laughs) I Um, can agree more. I personally. um, Como te lo explico? Um, For me. At a young age, I've always thought of education as a as the great equalizer. You know, it's like spin the bottle and you have ugly people like they they still get a kiss because <laughs> you're playing spin the bottle. But education is that like you have people with backgrounds in education. You have people that are coming from all different levels of life and they they can at- attain this by themselves for themselves. So to me, it has always been that, like, since I was little, I always thought of education as, like, something that I wanted to be part of because I saw around me no one really had it. Looking back, like, my dad went to third grade. Papi was the best accountant I fucking know. But he went to third grade in the Dominican Republic, still ran that bodega, like, if he went to, like, Harvard. Yeah. But... That was what he had. My mom went to, what was it? I think it was, mommy, forgive me, but I think it was um, junior year in high school. school. She always says that she got there by like, enamorando los profesores. (laughs) (laughs) Making the professor just give him, give her a great, an an A. Yeah, you know, so so to me, like when I was early in my life, I think when I was 13 and I came to America, the sole idea of me coming to America was that I needed to be better than my two da- my mom and my dad. You know, like I I needed to not better, but I needed to gain experiences that they didn't. 
and that was education um, because they none of them had it. To me, education was huge. Yeah. Still is. Yeah, very similar to my experience where um, both my parents came here from DR. Um, they were both relatively young still, like um, in their early, early 20s. Um, so they didn't they weren't educated in the U.S., um, they came from DR. I don't even know how much education mm-hmm. they did. I think high school. And that was always the expectation. The expectation. It was never, do you want to go to college? It's you're going to college. I don't know how, um, but you're going to figure it out because you were born in this country. Right. You speak English. So it is up to you. You to, better do it to figure it out. Um, so that was it was never a question. It was just like, that's what is expected of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know my ass went to college i mean i've always it wasn't it also wasn't anything that um for me personally because i know a lot of people struggle with that um for me it was it was never a question i'd never struggled with do i want to go to college for me i did want to go to college i wanted to have that experience um i did really well in school um in high school through elementary school and in middle school i didn't do that well like i wasn't like academically yeah it wasn't like the best oh i was bad oh you should have seen her in high school so in high school so competitive oh in high school yeah and so then (laughs) so i was i was i was excited to go to college like bad oh i'm gonna be independent yeah that's so funny yeah yeah but i had a similar experience for me both my mom and my dad went to college Mm -hmm. so it was just an expectation like i had to get my degree for different reasons right yeah it's different (laughs) for me it's like it's almost like I know they worked so hard to get where they are and to get me where I am right now. So I knew that I had to do the same or better. Right. Not better than them, but better, like just do better so I can give them a better life when they're old. Right. So it was an expectation that I had to do my, de- like, you know, my bachelor um, degree, whatever, and then do my MBA. You got your first degree, but where's the next one? Like, really? Right. Yeah. It's just like, and that's why we had this conversation. When I started to do my MBA, I don't think I was as proud as some people because I just I just knew I had to do it. I, I had to send her like statistics about Latinos in America getting their MBAs. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. And it's almost like I remember that. It's almost like, you know, it, it's almost it's not the pressure, but it is a pressure because, yeah. you know, you want to make your parents proud. And and I came, you know, I was born and raised, like I always say, in the art. So I thought if I do my MBA here, if I get my college degree here, it will give me a better chance to get the best job because right. I already have a lot of things against me. Right. So that's why I'm in a point where I've been only thinking about my MBA or I've been only thinking about my position where that is my who I am. Right. I am Eva and I'm an analyst and now I need to kind of try to stop making that define me because I hate like literally hate when people think that because I have this title or because I have this education I'm better than you I don't respect people because of the education the only reason why I have so such a strong like feeling around it is because I want to make my parents proud but if you don't have an MBA or if you you don't have a degree, you're not worse than me or I'm right. not better than you. Right, right. So I think I think over the years people have used education and titles to weaponize it against like minority, against against women, against people of color. And that's that's why I think you're having that hard time like thinking about those things and how they define you and like when you were doing your bio like you said 
I think that's what happened to me very early. I understood that I was definitely not my title because what I do at work is not what I do outside of work. Yep. You know, like what I do in my job, like there's people out there and I think this just speaks a little bit about like what I chose to do with like career wise. But there's people out there that like love what they're doing every day, like and and they can take that and have that in their normal life. I can't do that. I never had that luxury because I am really good at business, but I'm not business like outside of business. Yeah, you know, and even outside of work, and like even having, even having that, like that separation has allowed me to like understand that like I can't carry my titles into my personal life, Um, but a lot of people do, because that's what a lot of people feel like they're worth. Yeah, speaking of worth, (laughs) it literally reminds me like sometimes you need to ask yourself the question, why are you doing it? Because it is very expensive. Um, And is it worth the debt? Because studies have shown that we there are about 45 million borrowers um, who owe nearly one point six trillion dollars. Oh, God. In student loan debt. And that's just in the U.S., so basically the average student loan debt um, for the class of like, I think it was 2018, owes about 30 grand. You know what? I'm going to be very controversial. This is an unpopular opinion. I, I think it's all worth it. You think so? Yes. Really? Yes. Expand on that. Pay that shit when you have time. College is an experience you're never going to forget. Even for the experience of just going to college, that shit cost me, like, I'm not even going to say because it's obscene, pero I will pay it again. This is where I agree and disagree with you because I do agree that you learn so much outside of the classroom. I would never take away my experience for college. I learned one a lot, um, in, obviously in the class, but also outside of it. But I think that our school system fails us. Oh, yeah. And this is where I think they fail us. They don't teach us these things, especially black and brown students that are in public education. They don't talk to us about, you know, debt. They don't talk to us about credit. They don't talk yeah. about talk to us about money management. So as as much as college is worth it, I don't think we should fall into paying the system shit that like it, yeah. education should not cost that much. Yep. It, sh- it shouldn't cost that much to go to college. It's absurd. Like you're and, and I, to me, it's a way of keeping us oppressed because one, we can't we can't afford it to begin with. So now mm-hmm. we need to continue to live the rest of our life owing money, trying to figure it out. Exactly. We should have gone to Switzerland or some some developed but, country because we're the only yeah. developed country that does not yeah it does not it, fund education like uh, the way that yeah and I like agree. other like countries our schools do. need to focus more on requiring like helping us like acquire life skills rather than just like this general curriculum yeah whatever exactly that doesn't really teach us any life skills like yo bro Mm -hmm. allow me to go to college but teach me how to get there and for me as a first generation student that's where for me i'm gonna shout you guys out because you guys Mm -hmm. play a huge role in where i am today and that was upper bound and a lot of college bound programs that help students you know of color and first generation and minority students go to college in a way where it's still accessible to us and our parents don't have to feel like they're breaking their back to, you know, get us there or that we feel like we need to work. Yo, I knew, remember we would go to school with people that were working three or four jobs on top of the schoolwork. And not only that, the schoolwork is even harder because again, we had to learn 
a lot of this shit from like scratch because we weren't taught that you know from the very beginning yeah. yeah it's way too much pressure and it's so unnecessary and i think that's where a lot of people end up dropping out i remember we went to school it was like at least just to keep numbers easy it was like 10 of us and out of 10 of us only two of us graduated wow yeah. No, that really nah, happened. That, that was a really real life story. Yeah. Really, I want to yes. say, I want to say, Jokara, to just like transition into our next topic that I want to bring up. First generation. That is us being first generation. It was only it was first generation in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like being first generation, how was that for you guys? How did that shape? The way that you conducted yourself and the outcome. I mean, like, man, we're going deep, very I mean, deep. Let's talk about it. Because for me, I, I feel like I'm gonna repeat myself again. I wasn't born here, so I have to move. You know, right? Everybody in the audience is like, ah, this bitch is really gonna just that. say that again. <laughs> so I was the first from my family, actually, was just to go to the to a school in the United States. Hmm. This means that I didn't know what a financial aid was. I didn't know how to complete all this paperwork. I didn't understand 100% like the whole system. I didn't even know that when you move into a room here, you had to bring all your stuff. So you imagine how the first day I moved, I moved with with one suitcase. And my dad had to pick me up for us to buy all this stuff because I just didn't know. I thought it was just like, no, I didn't. Yes, what happened is that I didn't got like all the paperwork because when I moved here, everything was very fast. So I wasn't able to sit down, read all the information and understand everything. I just moved. I just applied to a college. It looked good. I looked at it. It looked fine. I moved with one suitcase. I didn't have bed. I didn't have like um, the bedding. The bedding. I didn't have like my sandals to shower there. Nothing. So all that I learned the same day when I moved in with my one suitcase. And I was the first one from like, I do have cousins here, but they're so young. I'm the oldest one Mm -hmm. of like my, you know, of the cousins that are going to college. Yeah. So I had to learn all that by myself. And it was such a draining hard experience like if my english is bad now it was bad it was very very bad three years ago, like bad. four years ago when i first yeah. moved here and i even i was even nervous of like ordering coffee when i started in the university like i didn't know like i didn't understand that we had like cafeterias and i had to swipe in to get like i didn't understand anything right, right. and it's something so simple yeah like Think about it. It's like, it's so simple. Like, what do you mean? But, that it's, you didn't, but it's not. So yeah. like, there, I think there's a lot of, so that's how I do think I'm a first generation in that area. Right, absolutely. Because there's a lot of young, like my cousins right now, like the first one that had to go to college, she had to learn all this by herself I, too. But because she had you. She had me, but like her parents didn't know. Like they didn't know what is financial aid or how to read. Like, you right. know how hard it is to read the financial aid? Like, what is a loan? Even what in is English. a grant? Like, how Even do if you know English? Sis, yeah, no, no, sis, exactly. we've been translating shit for our parents since oh we were God. like five. Yeah. Don't get me started on the translation. So it was just like, it was hard. But after you learning, you just get better at it. And I yeah. think like, it just make you more empathetic. Like, you mm-hmm. understand why you, like, you're going through a very, like, it's hard. And it just makes you want to help other people that don't know the system and how to kind of understand it and that's why i think all of us in this room had a job on campus any type of job but he had right. a job on campus where we help other people because we know what is what like how hard it is to be to be first generation or not speak the language or not understand all the stupid paperwork that they make right. you do and 
going back to ne- to like how how expensive it is to pay for college when you go to college you pay for your network why did you go to very expensive universities because you want to be around people that are in that same kind of level, ne- level yeah, or niche. better than you right. so you know that when you graduate you graduate from a university that people respect Raw. Yeah. the title thing again that title thing again we do live in boston and and like we yeah and then i feel like us as boston first generation we do live in boston and i feel like us as first generation are pressure almost to be like which college are you looking for yeah who, it, like it matters it's who not, goes there it's yeah. not good enough that you're just going to no. college yeah. you it have to also matters what college you're going because yeah. when you look for a job they're gonna look at you know what's the name of the school and i think that goes that goes into like a lot of other stuff but also like other races go through that as well yeah because yeah, network true. is is everything like networking is everything these days Absolutely. And the pressure of going to school is still like really big. I think though. And it is more for a first generation. Like I know oh, you two were yeah. like, I know because you were not born here, but like you yeah. had your high school here. You guys feel the pressure that you have to go because your par- parents are expecting you to do better and expecting you to like, you almost have to prove to yourself and to your parents that, yo, they move here without speaking English. They work their ass, and because you did that, mom, I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna get that degree and I'm gonna be better because I wanna prove you that all that sacrifice was worth it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think now, I'm, so in my personal life too, I'm the oldest of like my sisters and my cousins, and the experience is a little bit different. They are not like oh i want to go to college some of them are but other some are like mm, that's not for me and now it's like now having those conversations like okay not college isn't for everybody so what are some of those alternatives right what are some things that you would recommend to someone who is going you know through the process of you know they're graduating high school but now they're trying to figure out like is college for me or mm. i want to just go straight into that's huge. I mean, I think personally, um, like I said before, my my mom and my dad wanted more from me, but not everybody else. Like, I think my like, aunt wanted some, like there was a couple of people surrounding me that wanted more from me. Um, but I, when I came at 13, I felt like more people had very lower expectations than not. Um, because I was a cuerno. A cuerno? A cuerno, what is that? I was a cuerno. I was a, um, I was a mistake. You were not a mistake. Between my dad and my mom. You were a gift. I was a gift. So, when, I think when you grew up with that stereotype of that stigma, my, my dad was really good about it. Dad, shout outs to you. So, when I came at 13, like, my dad had a lot of expectations for me. I don't know why. My mom always, too, like, had a lot of expectations oh for me. Oh, my God. Can I say something? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> On your birthday? Oh, my God. She was waterworks. Oh, my God. She, she was so told, annoying. She, she was not... <laughs> Like I just want to remind you this because you're talking about the expectation. Yeah. She's so proud of you. She's she's yikes. She my mom is yikes. On, on Belka's birthday, she like <laughs> almost started to cry and she was telling everyone in the like in the area, whatever in the room, 
how proud she was of Belkis, how she did mo even more than what she ever thought. She's yeah. a weirdo. To me, it was like, I always imagine myself like battling. It's not enough that I'm a Gemini. I have to battle with myself. I have to battle with people. Yeah. Like you have your parents. I have my parents telling me, yo, you got this. You're going to you're gonna make great things. And then I have my aunt that I love her to death. Like, la maestrita de toa. But she was always like, now you're going to do this and you're going to do this right. And my cousins. And then I had other people around like, oh, she's just a cuerno. She'll be just okay. She'll be whatever. Like, right. she'll be just okay. Like, let's not put too much effort into, like, making anything of this, right? So I felt like I had to prove people wrong. And I had to be, and I had to prove people right growing up. It wasn't like an either or, it was both at the same time. I was also like battling like <laughs> with myself and like what I wanted to be. Um, so I, I definitely like, can I can definitely like resonate, like your story resonates with me a lot. Um, another thing, Jokara, alternatives. Yo, shout out to everybody that didn't go to college and started their own business. Yes. Yes, Yo, 100%. because I think you mentioned, Ava, you go to you pay for college in the network, but I also think that you pay for confidence yes. when you go to college. Because you know what college gave me? I was before college, I was this girl that like I wasn't shy. I was I've never been shy, but I was That's definitely never been me. But I've also but I've been self-conscious. And that what may be portrayed as shy, as she doesn't really talk too much, as you know, this and that. Then I got to college and that's when I gained my confidence. Like yeah. college allowed me to succeed in subjects that I loved and care for. Like this was the first time that I was like, I'm going to do business and I'm going to choose this for myself and I'm going to be a boss ass bitch, you know? And like that allowed me to create like this environment for myself that was unique. Right. Yeah, and that right. empowered me throughout and now like that gave me that confidence that like I can talk and I can say things and like if I'm wrong I'm wrong but then I have that confidence that I never had before yeah so I think you pay for that confidence you pay for that for that network I was uh, listening y'all know I love me a good interview so I was listening to Jay-Z and obviously you guys know he's one of the richest to ever do mm -hmm. it and um, he spoke to to that. They um, so he was Howard Stern was interviewing him and asked him, how do you feel sitting in a room uh, with a whole bunch of college educated uh, people? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I feel confident, if not more confident, because yeah, they he's might rich. Yeah, he but they're rich too. And he's like, they're coming in with college experience, but I'm coming in with life experience. Right. What I have, you can't pay for. Yep. And that right there was like that's why I say shout outs to those people that didn't go to college, have are successful. Every, we're just we're also experience is yeah. key. We're yeah. also different. We come from different backgrounds. What you may need is not necessarily what yeah. I may need and vice versa. And the conversations that I always have with like students that I've had, because I, 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 I would work in the in education and then also with my cousins being the oldest is, yo, figure out what you're passionate about yep. and just have a plan. That's all you need in life, whether you go or don't go to college, just always have a plan. Um, stick to it, have confidence, and if you don't, 
find where you can, whether it's obtaining some certificates, right? Yeah. Right. Everything is not a fucking degree. Whatever you're passionate about, whatever it is that you need to do, look up how to get there. There are different mm-hmm. avenues to get to where you want. Um, obviously, there are specific things that if you want to be, you do need to get a college education, but that's not for everything. And don't tie your education to your value. because to who you are. Yeah, or to who you are, because we're all... Listen, we're all way too lit to think that going to school means that you're you're this bright or amazing person. Because mm-hmm. we all saw uh, what went down with the whole college scandal. Oh, yeah. Where oh apparently it was a surprise to some people that the rich pay for their kids to get into Man. elite schools. No, 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 no. I've been in so many classes with people that you're that like, I'm just mm. like, what are you doing here? Um, but I think it's all about experience. I just, I just gave my wine. I know, I noticed Kyra. that. And I was like, Yogara, you're in wine number four now. Yeah, but Glass she, number was, four. she wasn't going to finish it. No, great job, great job. But that's a great, thank you for making that up. There's so many VPs out there. There's so many people out there that you're like, where where did you come? What, you how know, how the, did you get here? The best, they paid for it. The best, Their parents paid mm-hmm. for it. The best like advice I got when I started my professional career it was from a white woman, and it's important that I say white woman, so Karen. you know who said yep. this. So we know it's and not a Karen. It's not a Karen, yeah. She looked at me, and I was so nervous. It was my first like analyst role, and I was very, very entry level. I didn't even, I didn't know, did, I didn't know anything. I was just nervous. And she told me, she looked right in my eyes, and she's like, "You need to go to that office with the confidence of a white dude, <gasps> a white dude that don't know anything." And I was like. Okay, I'm just gonna act like I know everything and that's it. That's why you, yo, yes. all my Dominicanos, all my Latinos, all my people are out there that are worried, go to that room with the confidence of a white dude. Yeah. But yeah, I do agree with you. Experience <laughs> is important. If you don't know what you wanna do, if you don't know, like if you're going to college and you don't, you're not a hundred percent sure of what you want to do. Take some certifications here and there, and try to do something that you love. Right. Just have a plan. I yeah. know that. I know. I know. Okay. This is my thing with that. Like, plan is good. Doing something that you love is good. Well, sometimes you can't have a plan and you have to go with it, right? Sometimes you don't have a plan. I didn't and sometimes, have one. and sometimes you don't love anything. Yeah. My biggest, my biggest thing in life is that that like sometimes i want to have a plan and sometimes it doesn't really go as planned because things happen and that's okay yeah and i feel like that's what like having that street smart can save you um i know that you started this conversation earlier about talking about how important titles are and how you think it defines you how did you how because i read your bio and i want the audience to know what you wrote about yourself. Yeah, like, I wrote, what, so I did put, how did you push past you just being your title? Yes, so what I, because I had to remember who I was before I started my job. Hmm. I was an artist, exactly. I love to take pictures, yeah. I love to create spaces where my community could just be and thrive. And that's something that I bring to my job. I make sure that anywhere I go, I build bridges for my community to come in into those roles. And I'm able to create those spaces where I know I can bring people that look and sound like me. So I had to stop for a second and be like, okay, I'm not an analyst. Like this is what I get paid for. Exactly. And this is what, you know, this is what I do, but it's not who I am. And you know, why and then at that moment i was like okay let me keep going back 
I don't ask people what is your title. I never ask people what do you do for work. Right. I ask people, are you happy? Mm. And a month ago, when this stupid pandemic happened, Pandy, I asked one. We of, didn't take this from another podcast at all. We did. <laughs> um, I asked one of my very close friend from work, from school. So from school back, you know, when I was in high school, I was like, "Man, we haven't talked in forever." And I was like, "Are you happy? How are you doing?" And she said, "Wow." It was a long time since, like, since anyone asked me if I was happy. And that, my friends, is 2020 in a nutshell. It's not your title. It's not your position. It's are you happy with what you're doing? And who yes. are you outside of that role? For all my first-generation students, woo, woo. you do belong. Yes. Yep. You do belong. That is your space. Own it. Don't allow anyone to make you feel inferior no. or make you feel like you can't own that space. It might get difficult. It will. It will for sure. But guess what? You got this. You're coming out on top. Yep. Yeah. You have way too much to offer. And if you don't know, like, if you don't know what to do, where to go, who to talk to, there are resources out there. All of us has had to learn. Right. Learn. Like, that's you are Latino, mi hermano. You're a Salga first generation. Yeah, there's no need to cry a little bit, but you cry one day, but the next day you're working. Y te pone la pila. Rápido. You know what? One thing about our culture, and I have to battle when I talk about like network, especially in the workplace and stuff, and education overall. And I think this goes back to you, Yokara, what you said earlier. Like we're not being taught these things, so we're we're starting from zero. Nobody taught me how to network. Yep. Therefore, I feel so guilty. I feel so weird about like coming up to people and saying, "Hey, can you write me this this letter? Hey, can you recommend me for this job?" And there's people out there that are, are doing these things. We have to definitely like I feel as first generations are as women of color to like say, say have these conversations yes. that Make it okay for people to reach out to us. Reach out to me if you need a fucking cover letter. We got you. I will revise your resume. Right. Have no issues doing that. But I feel like in our culture, it's so We don't want to ask for help. It's so yeah. difficult to say those things. We weren't th taught that in school. So therefore, for us, it's extremely hard to do those things. Us three as Latinas, as Dominicanas, we need you to thrive, sing, limites. And for all my uh, college graduates and also for all my entrepreneurs out there, become mentors and let us know what was your journey like what did you yeah. end up doing like did you go to school did you not go to school and how's know that, that, that know exactly. that's okay and how that's been going for you but before you leave make sure to subscribe to our podcast on all streaming services like apple google spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcast and be sure to follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at tres golpe podcast I want to give a special shout out to Harold Castro. I want to give a special shout out to Gigi. I want to give a special shout out to Katie Bunton Wamaroon. 